This the R&B podcast episode number 11. I'm Nate B. I'm Real Mike Rob. And we got producer TD behind the beats. Drop that intro. Intro, you gotta check them out on SoundCloud, Instagram. Welcome to the R&B podcast. As always, we hitting you with the sports talk, pop culture, music. We have fun. We got producer TD. We got D'Angelo. All of that. With All musical of that. interludes. And we don't have any guests today, right? Because we're focused on them playoffs. Different mindset. Yeah, we right. focus, man. It's on us. It's on us. But we keep getting better. Thanks to you guys out there. Keep moving. We keep moving up the charts. Yes, yes. Like we do. Yes. Okay. Yes. It's like sports podcast meets the Jefferson. We're moving on up, moving on up to the east side. See, I got a little, little some, little something. I know. <laughs> I know mine. You know, here's crazy, the crazy dog. part. That show was before our era, but we both watched it. Oh, my God, dog. Yeah. yeah. Man, come on, man. That's what's up, man. On, hey, dog. listen. Coming up on today's show, um, we're going to talk NFL wild card. Of course, this is the weekend where things can dramatically change. And oh, it, yeah. It isn't abnormal for a wild card team to make a run uh, to Super Bowl. And the five and six seeds this year? They crucial. They for real. I mean, they for real. They, they might real. be playing the best football out of all the teams yeah. on both sides. So, so. we're going to talk about the playoff mindset. Um, we're going to talk about quarterback controversies. Yes, it is playoff time, but there still is a quarterback controversy. Actually, there might be two. Um, Man, we'll let, me go, let me go. Let me get at him, Nate. Okay, all right. Let cool. me get at him, dog. I'm talk like a about... pit bull in the backyard right now. It's playoffs, you, man. You off the leash or on the leash? I'm on the leash. You better you better not let me off this leash. We're going to hey, get fired. Hey, listen, I got the key to the leash. <laughs> I'm letting you off that thing. I'm letting you off that Let's thing today. Go, man. Hey, listen, Let's go. all right, cool. And then we're going to talk about audible language uh, during the game. You know, quarterbacks behind, behind center. Um, giving dummy audibles, real audibles. We obviously have our resident quarterback slash running yeah. back slash Mr. Everything, Every, everything, everything. on the field, That's what Mike Robb. So he's going to tell us a lot about that, and I'm going to give my two cents as well. Um, and as always, always you got to you gotta keep supporting us, man. We got our YouTube videos that are up there. Crazy. Crazy clips. Yeah, man, crazy. Yo. Um, you got to subscribe. On iTunes, Stitcher, um, remember to contact Producer TD, at Producer TD on Twitter. Um, call the hotline. Ask us questions, man. Give us your feedback. Give us your criticism. And really check out them videos because you'll see TD, our producer, he messes up when he drops the beat a lot. Yeah, right? yeah, we'll get and to we that. And he keeps bumping it to the DJ table. Yeah, Come house on, party. Come house on, party. Man. Yeah, yeah, that's how we do it. Okay. No, but we still got to love. That out. Only had a couple. Only a couple. <laughs> <laughs> It happens. Yeah, time, man. Oh, yeah. Go on, a couple, man. Oh, a couple. 
right, listen, but listen, we we are the two voices, but in all reality, you guys are the voice of the show, and um, you're the gas behind this vehicle. So if you love the clips, the more clips we'll put out, and the more clips we put out, then eventually we could turn this into a show. Yeah, man, it's real. And once we get the show, you know, we got the producer, Ryan Coogler, on deck, so we're going to do the movie. It's a movie. You know what I'm saying? And then we got the actor, you know, we got everybody that's going to be involved. We're going to do all of that. We're going to do all of that. All of that, man. Let's get get to these wild card matchups. We're going to get to the wild card matchups. But before we do that, I need a beat, son. Oh, yeah. about to make me put on a helmet. Hey, oh, this, uh, this thing got some funk on it. Oh, huh. Hey, this when you're in that locker room yeah. by yourself. Somebody talking to you, you can't even hear him. They're like, yo, yo, we got two minutes left. You just got the headphones on, like, eyes closed. People tapping you, like, you ready? Hold on. Oh, yeah. Getting out that tunnel, you know what I mean? All the smoke everywhere. You hear the roar of the crowd. You're like, oh. And number 13. <laughs> Wide receiver. Yeah. Nate. Yeah. Burn. This is our house. This is our house. This is our house. <laughs> I'm looking in the crowd. I'm trying to make oh. eye contact with everybody. <laughs> Your money's worth it today. I'm going to put on a show today. They don't want none. I'm pointing the dudes on another team. Dude, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you don't want none. It's like the WWE, Dude, like, man. Me? I'm like, yeah, you. <laughs> me? Oh, hey. hey, it's funny you talk about, you know, players' interests and things like that. I remember Wild Card Weekend 2012. Uh, we go to Washington yeah. to play the Redskins. RG3 is the talk of the nation. You know what I yeah. mean? Offensive rookie of the year, this, that, and the third. And he come out last. I ain't gonna lie, it was sweet it though. Was you know what I mean? Because I'm from I'm from Richmond, yeah. Virginia. Right? I know yeah, the yeah, DMV. Yeah. I know the. People. I know. I know. I know what. I know. I know they love them skins, right? Right. So he comes out. You know, he stuff and everybody going crazy. And look, I'm telling you, all the all the goons in Seattle, all our, all my goons, we sit there staring at him like, let's go, let's go wait. And then we go down 14 zip. Yeah, yeah. Then we go down for a teaser. We, that, won't, but we that, weren't quite as ready as but we But that thought. goes to show you that momentum on their side was oh my legit, god, right? Oh my god. Then Russell goes crazy. Then Russell, my little homie, goes crazy on him. You know, you he, know that was before he, he, he that was before he got his Gucci flip flops, man. You know, we talk he, about that one later. Yeah, he might have some, <laughs> he might have some, some red bottom flip flops. Yeah. <laughs> type of money. Yo, but. <laughs> Talk about talk about these matchups, man. What's okay. the what's the matchup that intrigues you the most? The matchup that intrigues me the most, uh, well, let's let's put them out there. So we got Jeffs, J- the Chiefs, at the Texans, Steelers at the Bengals, Seahawks at the Vikings, Packers at the Redskins. They're all good games, like you said. This wild card weekend is stacked. Well, let's Very just start. Let's go down the list. Start with the first one: Chiefs, Texans. What you looking for in that game? I'm looking for the Chiefs to keep doing what they're doing. Uh, the plan. Arguably the most consistent style of football right now. Um, Alex Smith has proven to be much more than a micromanager of games. Yeah. You know, we've said, oh, he, he's just a guy that's going to give the defense a chance to win. He's not going to throw the ball downfield. Um, they don't even have any receivers that can get in the end zone. You know this team from years past, zero TDs at the wide receiver position. All that talk. And now, one, he's taking care of the ball tremendously. Yeah. And then you got Macklin, who seems to be making a huge play every single weekend. What, what makes him so good, Nate? I mean, because – 
he he was good enough for Chip Kelly to say you're not good enough <laughs> to be out here. You That's know what cool. I mean? So what makes him so good is that uh, he's versatile. So you know, like a Landry or even like Antonio Brown, um, he's not six five, but yeah. he's not five six. So um, he, he's that tweener height where you can put him on the outside and he can run past you on the go route. Or you can put him on the inside, and he can run a dodge route, option route, and beat your linebacker. And then you can come out the backfield early in the season. Uh, he, he ran a slot, a flat, flat route out the backfield. So that's three positions um, where you're catching the ball. And then you complement him with Kelsey, who's yeah, man. one of the best tight ends in the game. Yeah, so, dude. Um, you know, that, that's going to be huge, man. So for that reason, um, and on top of that defense, you know, being as productive as they are, I got the Chiefs. What about you? <laughs> okay, okay, you got the Chiefs. For me, I'm looking at that matchup, and you're not going you, you're not gonna agree with me. I know you're not. Rookie defensive player of the year, Marcus Peters, cornerback, Ooh. Kansas City Chiefs, Ooh. pro bowler. I know the kid out of University of Washington Ooh. from Oakland, California. Okay, West he Coast, is, West Coast, West Coast. He West is Coast. a fam first for all the people who know what fam first is. That's Marshawn's, uh, Marshawn Lynch's okay. foundation out of Oakland. He went to Marshawn's camps, has gone through wow. the programs. He's wow. one of the, he's a product of that Fan First Foundation. So as an, as an athlete wow. putting on for his community, that's raising wow. other athletes, man. Wow. And if you look at Marcus Peters, dude, his instincts, his speed, his size, yeah. his tenacity, yeah. his aggressiveness, and his short memory, mm. next year we're going to be talking about this guy being the best in the game. Ooh. Mark my words. Ooh. Nate, and I'm going to tell everybody Sunday, tune in, game day morning first. That's my little cheap plug. You know what I mean? I'm going to break down. What they say, don't be a menace. Message. <laughs> Message. Message. <laughs> I'm going to break down really what makes this kid special, and I'm really interested in see how he goes up against DeAndre Hopkins. Now, look, he doesn't switch sides too much, okay? You know, that's just the way that they do, that they do with this defense. Right. But – when these two go up against each other, I mean, when they went up against each other earlier the, earlier this season, I mean, dude, Marcus Peters was balling all yeah. over the place. DeAndre Hopkins, they moved him around to get him the ball. But this kid has a unique ability to see two people. And I mean that by not only see the receiver, see a, a, a flat route right. going, going in his vision so he knows this number one receiver is doing an in-breaking route. Great you see what I'm saying? Great, Great instincts. instincts. And he also sees through the football, so he's making a play in a football, it's man. There's a reason why he leads the league, right? It, I'm, I'm telling you, it is a reason, man. The dude is a baller. I like the Kansas City Chiefs in this. I like what Alex Smith, Alex Smith is doing, like you said, on the offensive side of the ball. But I'm telling you, Scott Kendrick West and Spencer Ware in the run game, Look, you probably never heard those names before a few weeks ago. Right. Right? I feel you. And Spencer Ware took my job. Got me cut, dog. Three million. Hey. I'm out. Hey, dog. Three mil. Hey. Highest paid fullback in the league, Spence. But it couldn't have, I, I, I wouldn't have wanted it to be taken by a better dude. Hey, I'm going to need you. Spencer Ware, man. I'm going to need you. What, man? Uh, get out your feelings right Yeah, I'm in my feelings, man. You know what I'm saying? We work for the NFL. I had, hey, look, man. Look, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, man. Hold up, man. Hold up. <laughs> Hold up, man. Let me tell our young guys out there, dog. Don't spend your money before you make it. I made a mistake, man. <laughs> I made a mistake. <laughs> I counted that three million in the bank, baby. Uh, yeah, then hey, Pete, hey, Pete we, had hey, a message for we me. We all been there. That's a, that's a whole different show, man. <laughs>
We will give y'all <laughs> what not to do one on one in one on two and then the advanced course one on three. I'm telling you, bro. I'm telling you, man. Hey, listen, bro, all right, that so, run game. I got the Chiefs, man. Okay, like cool. Yeah, I agree with you. So we both agree. Now let's talk about Steelers Bengals. And when you asked me at the beginning of this conversation, yeah. what was the most interesting? This is one of the two games that I, I really want to focus on this weekend. Steelers at the Bengals. What say you? You know, man, uh, you look at the quarterbacks, you always have to start there. Obviously, it goes to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Right. Right. Word on the street, Andy Dalton just got his cast off, by the way, too. That's why yeah, I was just man. saying there might yeah, be another yeah, quarterback. Man. Yeah, man, but you know what? It's Andy Dalton. Okay. 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 He has as many playoff wins as A.J. McCarron. He has as many playoff wins as uh, – Brandon Marshall. Brandon Marshall. Right. You see what I'm saying? So, um, it's For those who don't know, B. Marshall. <laughs> zero. Yeah, zero. So, Shout out to my man, B. Marshall. Yeah. Unbelievable. No, all love. All love. Yeah. Um, so for that reason, we will get B. Marshall. By the way, for that reason, I gotta go with the Pittsburgh Steelers. But I, I have to, you know, it's, it's a caveat with that because if D'Angelo Williams can't go, oh, to me he's the glue. That run game is the glue, especially with Le'Veon Bell not being there. If this is he, true. If he can't go, and this team turns into a strictly one-dimensional offense, which hey, for for, for people who don't know football, outsiders looking in, that looks like a good thing for Pittsburgh. Right. But it's not. It's not. D'Angelo's the glue. And he's day-to-day right now, for those who don't know. And he is day-to-day. They need this guy to play. And we both had high ankle sprains, Nate. Even if he does suit up, he won't be be able to run with the same tenacity. Okay. Um, Toward all shot. I'm just saying. Better get on that uh, (laughs) T.O. juice, whatever he had before that Super Bowl. For real. But. I like the Steelers in this one, man. I'm not gonna lie. I think it's gonna be an it's gonna be uh, an atmosphere full of intensity. Yeah. Um. And the 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 quarterback that can handle all that is Big Ben. And then just hearing the sound from Mike Tomlin, you hear him mic'd up and things like that. And hey, coach, you want us to take the ball first? Yeah, I got Big Ben. Mm. You know, I believe in the offense. Mm. You know what I mean? And this team seems to drive through the offense, right? Mm. The, the, as the offense goes, the defense starts to create turnovers to get them more right. opportunities. Right. As the offense goes, now all of a sudden you're in a track meet with their offense, and now right. you get more sacks. Right. So and I that, got the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, and I agree. I'll just touch on it quickly. Like you said, if it is a track meet and it's just a foot race of throwing that ball in the air, putting up points on the scoreboard, I feel like the Steelers are going to outlast. Cincinnati, so I got the same pick. Now, this right here is the other game that I'm excited about. Man, you better not agree with me on everything. Seahawks, bro. You better not agree with me on nah, everything, We Nate. wouldn't have this show. better stop looking on my paper. This, we wouldn't have this show. You better stop looking on my paper, I tell you that much, you dog. You gonna hit me with one of these? Yeah, man, like I'm eating lunch in jail, man. Be doing one of these, Josh. You know what I'm saying? Oh, my. For real, dog. All right, look. All right, listen. Seahawks at the Vikings. This is the Burley Bowl right here. I spent three years with the Minnesota Oh, Vikings. man, What's the Burley Bowl. Are just, you kidding I'm me? I'm just saying that's what they saying out there in the That's streets. what they saying? That's what man. the streets are saying. Okay, <laughs> okay, the Burley Bowl. Hey, I get that. Um, so, yeah, this is going to be one of the toughest games of the year for both teams. Surprise me. Surprise they're, me with your pick. They're saying – they are saying that it's going to be around six degrees um, starting that morning. I don't know what's going to be Beast. on game. Beast Mo, you hear that? It's six degrees, dog. I'm just telling you, you don't, you don't like the cold. Oh, okay. All right. So maybe he might not suit up. Maybe he might. Who I'm knows? just saying. Be, Pete be, Carroll did say that it's a go. He's ready. I don't know if he said oh. it's a go. He's playing. He just no, said Beast Mode is ready. Big dog playing. Okay. Ooh. Big dog playing. <laughs> we, got, we got the Michelle Whisperer over here. Big yeah. That, exclusive? Is that exclusive? Big dog playing. All right. Ooh. I FaceTimed him while I was on the set yesterday. Big oh, dog playing. Okay, man. Ready. We get we dropping exclusives out here like Funk just Flex saying. dropping bombs. You ready to eat? Hey, okay. He you know what I mean? Eat. You hey. talk about 
Well, he's talking about the best big game back. He better get ready for about some generation. frozen food because it's going to be frosty out that thing. Frosty. Frosty. They don't call now, here's the thing. Nothing. Will weather be an issue to either team? No. Both of these teams are built to run the football. And running the football, you, that's why you run it all year so that you can be a part of games that have elements. This game, look, look, look. Just a, this is just a broad thing I'm gonna say about the playoffs in general. Elements are gonna come into play. Right, Nate. We talked before the, before we got on. Yeah, my bag is was lost coming out here for the second week in a row. Right, due to weather. Them damn airlines, man. So you can't be flying Soul Plane. Dog, I ain't flying the Soul Plane, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? These is legit uh, airlines. Okay, Delta all right. airline, all of them. I mean, American, all of them mess up my bags. But I say that. Right, I say that because it's weather. Right, it's the elements. Right, right. You can't control it, and you can't control it. But both of these teams are built to compete to compete in these elements. Okay, but I I, I like the Seattle. So, what would you say for those who say, "Well, I get it. Seattle has notoriously been known for running the ball, and they could be getting Marshawn back healthier than ever." But what we've known them to do over the last seven weeks is pass that rock. Russell Wilson, and that's 24 TDs, one interception. That's so the their comfort zone as of recently is passing the ball. That's the and how is the chemistry of having Marshawn back, which we know Marshawn wants to rock, the whole world wants to see the rock. If they lose the game and Marshawn has 15 carries, they're going to have this whole conversation of, man, this is what happened in the Super Bowl. Hey, why are you getting Marshawn to rock? Hey, this is hey, why he's about to retire. Hey, it's one thing that's concerning So. One thing that's concerning the me. infusion of Marshawn back in the lineup could shake things up from a chemistry standpoint. One thing that's one thing that's that, that that's um, intriguing to me, man. I hear I, I heard a quote by Tom Cable. Mm-hmm. He said, "When Marshawn gets back, he has to get with what we're doing." Mm. And before Marshawn was out, uh, that offense was Marshawn. Right. What we're doing was beast mode. Right. And now when it's he a went down, different. then when Marshawn went down and Jimmy Graham went down, the yeah. offense became Russell's uh, more uh, Russell's uh, offense. Uh, it had nothing to do with Jimmy. J- J- okay, J- but I'm J- just J- saying, J- Jimmy, 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 Jimmy's just a Ferrari um, in the garage, and you already got an Escalade, you already got an Aston Martin, you already got some toys. He's just a, another toy. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. In my opinion, mm-hmm. the Seahawks have been waiting for Russell to have a streak like this. They've been waiting for this guy to say, you know what, team. Jump on my back. Right. I'm going to sit in this pocket. I'm going to make all five of these guys up front look good. Right. right. It doesn't matter who's beside me. Right. It doesn't matter who I'm throwing the ball to. Right. Can you catch? Can you catch? I make a five million receiver look like he's making 13. All right. And Doug Ball. You he, see what I'm saying? Making five million? Making five million. Oh, word. You see what I'm saying? Okay. And by the way, I'm going to talk to Doug. Uh, on <laughs> Doug, Thursday. my dog. I'm, man. I'm, Doug, going, out, I'm dog. going out there tomorrow. Doug, to my do dog. A piece man. on the receivers. But, um, okay. but, uh, but, uh, They've been waiting for Russell to get to this. And to quiet the critics who said yeah. he couldn't throw the ball. He was second tier. All that talk. There are, there are, and I know this conversation is going a little off now, but there are hundreds, maybe thousands of quarterbacks, young guys around the country that need Russell Wilson. They need Cam Newton. They need those guys to continue to be lighting it up from the Young pocket. black players. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Oh, no, I get it. I t- not I'm, even necessarily black. 
Maybe you know, undersized player. Undersized movement quarterback. Yeah, I got you. Okay. You see what I'm saying? I got you. I got you. The Johnny Manziel's. Johnny Manziel. I mean, I'm just being honest Man with you. Manziel's. I feel you. Hold up, TD. You said you got a, a stat for me. Yeah, Russell is the first player in NFL history to record 4,000 pass yards, 30 pass touchdowns, and 500 rush yards in a single season. And you know what? And, and TD, TD, TD. That's first up. TD, hold up. Listen. That's bananas. Listen. That's just the beginning. I'm telling you. In 10 years – we're going to see quarterbacks that throw for 4,000, rush 4,000, and putting up 50 touchdowns by themselves. Mm. We're go- it's coming. Mm. It's coming. Think about it. And I wish I had it r- readily available. To hold on, hold on. Message. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had it readily, readily the available. The breaks over. The takes over. That's a little JV. I, I, I wish I had it readily available to me, and this is something that I probably will get into again on Sunday morning. No, nah, I know what you – Mike, you know I feel what you feel. The, number the evolution of, of the game. Exactly. It's just like anything else. I mean, you look at you look at the NBA where it was. You t- I'm talking about where it was. You look at the NBA now. Just look at the shorts. You look at the NFL where it was, and look at it where. It, just where look it at is the now. jerseys. If you look at the amount of athletic, I'm not even, I'm not even gonna make it a, a black or white thing, but I'll say athletic, and I'll say African American quarterbacks in the league, and then you look at that number in college, athletic, white quarterbacks, whatever, uh, black quarterbacks, the number is increasing, at a very high rate. So these colleges are recruiting that athletic guy that can throw the ball, regardless of the color of the skin. So obviously, the evolution of the game, the NFL is only going to have a certain amount to filter from. So instead of the majority being traditional Peyton Manning, Tom Brady type, 10 years from now, the majority is going to be the athletic, I can throw that rock and I can see the field and I can run you over. I came, I came 10 years too early, man. I mean, you still I undersized. I mean, what? Just, I'm taller than Russell. In your hella buff. Like, I don't know. Well, I got buff as I played football. But look, let's talk. Look, who's going to win this game, Nate? Guys, real quick to that point, though. Like, yeah, like, they're going to be young guys who in the past were 6'4, 6'5, who always thought about playing hoops. Now they see Cam and they see Andrew Luck, even. It's like, man, I could. Andrew Luck has the same vertical as Dwayne Wade. Yeah, you know, it's that's like crazy. Athletes trying to play that that's quarterback crazy. position that definitely will change the game. And or even fathers, fathers who who put their kids on a pop Warner team, and the coach says, "Hey, listen, you got the big kid on the team. We're gonna put him at tight end, DN." And the father's like, "No, no, no. I've been grooming my kids since he was five. He got the best footwork on the squad. He got the best vision because he's been throwing the rock. He's been playing point guard on a basketball team. So he's either gonna play quarterback, I mean quarterback, or wide receiver. Like, but, I, but that's but, the difference. But there. see, I, I run a league, and and my thing is, I don't necessarily like parents telling my coaches where they what their child's gonna do. But it's like but you can respect it if they're right. No, no, you can respect it. But my thing is, somebody gotta play on the offensive line, right? So my thing is, you 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 teach them offensive line, but yet, like I, I and I learned this from Pete at the beginning of our practice. Everybody catches the football. Everybody goes through the bags. Everybody does all skill positions. Yeah. Stuff. So you. So you. But you. What make I'm your saying assessment is, after seeing. Exactly. exactly. You I know feel, what I mean. You, you, okay. All right. So who you got, man? Let's you know I got them there. Hawks, man. I was just talking all about wrestling, all of. Even though, like I said, that 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 chemistry, that dynamic of inserting beast mode back in, that could throw a wrench in some things. Because I do know one thing. I do know one thing. My dog wants the ball, man. Okay, yeah. So. I, got, I got the Hawks, too, versus my Vikings. Only because in that same span of games, that 24-1 and one on Russell's side, uh, Bridgewater's seven TDs, three interceptions. So they're not going to pass the ball if they need to pass the ball. I know the weather's going to be different, but if this did become an air game, I'm leaning on the hot streak of Russell Wilson and the Seattle Seahawks. All right, uh, Packers versus the Redskins. This is my game of the week right here. Ooh. This is my game of the week right here. Work. Hey, this is my game of the week right here. Who you got? Oh, I got the Skins. Work. 
Yeah. Because let me tell you something. Oh, you, you like something. that. Let me tell you something. I like that. <laughs> my, my mind, and I said it last night on Total Access, my mind and my heart tells me, how can you pick against Aaron Rodgers? And, and see, it's crazy, right? We were talking about the personalities and how teams take on the personalities of your quarterback, right? Right. And it's amazing how we view the Green Bay Packers. We view them as, oh, I just can't pick against them, man. They got Aaron Rodgers. Almost like the Patriots. Yeah, you know what I mean? But yet, take Aaron Rodgers out the, equation, out the equation, that's not a good football team, bro. They're not a good football team, yeah. right? But my eyes are telling me the Washington Redskins. But it's amazing, right? We look at Kirk Cousins as their quarterback, and we kind of like, I don't know about the skin. But like, but like you know, our, our NFL own uh, Ike Taylor, he, he would always say, you got to pass the eye test. So I don't care about numbers. I don't care about history. I don't care about legacy. You pass the eye test. So you're and saying that's the right Washington now, Redskins to, are passing to Michael the Robinson, test. the eye test of this game says that, I'm going to pick the Redskins yeah, and at home. Get, and, and, and look, now don't get me wrong, for everybody listening and people seeing us on YouTube, this is Tuesday. <laughs> on a Tuesday. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm still in the middle of my prep. Right. But I don't, I, I don't see anything on film right now that's going to make me put uh, um, Green Bay over the Washington Redskins. And look at the history here. The general manager, Scott McLuhan. Started his career in Green Bay. Yeah. Won a Super Bowl with them in, 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 in the mid-'90s. You don't think this guy would want to stick it to the team You're that right. gave him his, his You're first right. start? You're right. But with all that said, I'm not convinced that um, they can dial up enough pressure, stay true on the back end. You don't need pressure. And, well, that's what team's been doing to no, rattle no, no, Rodgers no, no, in that no, offense. No, no, no. Come on, Nate. Come on, Nate. Now, don't get me going now. I'm you know just, I watch a lot of I, tape, listen, son. I watch hey, the same let, amount but, but, but let me tell you. They are not blitzing him. They are making him stay in the pocket. Exactly. They're making so, him stay in I'm the pocket. I'm confident that Aaron Rodgers isn't going to go out there and turn the ball over if you give him time. Okay, he the want, best he's going to have time. The best bet is to put pressure on him and then rely on your DBs to stop those receivers. I'm saying that's not going to happen. Come on, Nate. Come on, Nate. Listen, you don't this believe ain't, that. This ain't, you don't believe this that. This is not so you're telling, Tuesday no, 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 on Total Access. We're so not you're arguing. Me, so this you're telling me the best way to defend Aaron Rodgers is blitz the hell out of him, okay, and let, and make sure he moves around and leave your DBs one-on-one. No. Yeah. The, no, the, 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 look the, at what the Broncos did. Look at what the Panthers did. Like, that's been the blueprint for their struggles the second half of the, the season. The blueprint has it's been. put the pressure on the wide receivers at the line of scrimmage, press yeah, those guys, you, you, and you, then keep him contained within the pressure, within the blitz. You know what I'm saying? Not blitz wildly and let Aaron run around the field. You see that Aaron hasn't been running okay. from hash to hash right, right, since on, the beginning of the come season. On, bring it back in. There you go. There you go. You. You're getting it back right. You're getting it back right now. Go ahead. Hey, listen, start correcting we, yourself. Can we just agree to you're disagree? Back, you're getting it back. Can right. we agree to disagree? You're getting it back right, huh? Can we agree to disagree? No. I'm just saying they, they don't have. No. No, bro. Well, listen. Hey, well, we got our picks thus far. Okay. So you going with the pack? I'm going with the pack. Since we agree on all these other ones, the pack on the next episode of R&B, uh, loser does seventy-five push-ups. Straight. Oh man, I do that if I win. <laughs> I mean, I just I, like to everybody be is on the uh, prison workout. Okay, I'm just saying. Okay, well, well I got to be a prison workout. Is it because I'm a black dude? <laughs> huh? Nah, you. I couldn't have been nah, a golf workout. Nah, you're articulate for me. I couldn't have been a golf workout. Hey, but look, we talking about these playoffs, right? Uh. Uh-huh. But I want to talk about how the first time I went to the playoffs in 2010, we went in seven and nine. Nate, I, I'm not going to lie to you, bro. Okay. 
that first taste of playoffs totally changed how I prepared for regular season games mm. Mm. because the tension was so thick. Yeah. Every play was so hard. Mm. I mean, all right, so just for people to understand, um, in, in high school, okay, I, I might have gotten hit hard where it just rocked me maybe once every four games just yeah. because I was just that much better. You yeah. see what I'm saying? In college, that may have happened maybe once every series, every other series or whatever. In the league, that's going to happen pretty much on a regular basis. Each series, you're going to get hit where you're like, oh, that dude was bringing it. That dude is playing as hard as I am. Right. But in the playoffs, every play, every step, yeah. every blade of grass – it's a fight. It's a fight. Yeah. Every breath you take is tough. Yeah. Right? And I was like, wow, I'm so – I remember – What year since, was this? This is 2010. We were, playing the, we were playing New Orleans Saints, you know, Beast Quake. You know, I was right. in on that run. It was 70 power. We blocked it totally terribly wrong. Right? And I remember everything that the New Orleans Saints did when they shifted to what we did – I had an answer for it, and I remember just smiling. I'm looking at Matt Hasselback before he even before he's even audible. And me and Marshawn is all we've already audible, right? Because we all re- we all linked in. I, we were that focused. Look, yeah. during the week, I'm like, "There's no way they can win." Right. I don't care who they have at quarterback. I don't care who their coach is. Right. There's no way they can win. That's how dialed in we were. And I realized, you know what? I'm not doing it right in the regular season, bro. What year was this for you? That was. You're five. You're five. I'm like, I'm not doing it right, bro. Like, I thought that I was watching film right. I thought that my focus was always right. And what happened the following year, I made Pro Bowl alternate. What happened the next year, I went to the Pro Bowl. Right. You see what I'm saying? That playoff experience. It graduated. That, yeah, that, it basically said, you know what, bro? You ain't doing it right. Right. This is how you do it. And I literally, man, my career took off, man. It took off just because of the preparation in that first play, my very first playoff game. You know, I started preparing like that from 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 then on out. It's it's amazing you say that because I had the same experience as far as the results after my playoff run, my second year, I graduated. But going into it, I didn't look at it like you. I was a sophomore in the league. Yeah, and. We had lost to Green Bay twice that year by three points. We thought we should have beat them. That's and why you're picking them over them skates. And, <laughs> and, and then we make the wild card, and guess who we're playing? Green Bay. In Green Bay. And I'm thinking, listen, we were a good team. We had Dante Culpepper, Randy Moss, Michael Bennett. We had Ontario Smith. Like We had Antoine Winfield. We had some legit on, hogs. EJ, yeah. EJ Henderson. Yeah. Big Kevin Williams. We had Pat Williams. We had some dogs now. So – I already knew we were a good team. And I thought, just a naive mind, that every year you should win and get to – if you're on a decent team, you should get to the playoffs. So I was spoiled in the sense that I thought the rest of my career was going to be like this. Now, I prepared just like I always prepared at a young age. That's watching Randy Moss, yeah. listening to my coach, and keeping my mouth shut, watching and listening more than I talk. Um, so when we got to Green Bay, I remember leaving that – locker room for the first time when they say hey, punt returns out you guys got five minutes and i'm walking through that long narrow tunnel you know you gotta go down yeah. the stairs and you hear your cleats click, 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 click. and then you get out there and you hear the crowd it's, the stadium's not full but you hear some people out there and i'm seeing the snowfall and who's the legendary uh talker is it steve sable 
Yeah. You say, well, right, so yeah, NFL films. NFL, NFL films, films right? I now, I can almost hear his voice. That's how nostalgic this experience was, that I could see this visually and think, this is what I used to watch when yeah, I was Somebody's going to be watching this somebody's game. Somebody's going to be yeah. speaking over this yeah. game. And then I got out there and just these these light, feathery snowflakes touching my shoulder shoulder pads and hitting my face, and I'm just breathing it in. And as cold as it was, I didn't feel no weather conditions. Like, that's how lost I was in the moment. And I remember just soaking it in, catching the ball, listening to the music, going back into the locker room, and just like a little kid looking at his big brother, watching Randy, seeing what he's doing. When he put on his cleats, I put on my cleats. When he grabbed for his helmet, I grabbed for my helmet. If he went to the bathroom and, and, and changed his gloves, I'm going to go to the bathroom and change my gloves. So I was just watching him. And then once the game John started. John Facenda is NFL Films, boy. John Facenda. That's okay. who it is, yeah. And so uh, so as soon as as soon as soon I, I got to the field, I remember thinking, this is my time. They're going to be focused on Randy. They're going to be focused on Dante. And the whole time they had this young fella, Ma Carroll, yeah. who's talking all year. And I lit him up all year. So I'm thinking – they give me one more chance. It's the playoffs. They give me one more chance. I got to make myself felt. I got in the end zone. Moss got in the end zone. Mo Williams got in the end zone. I mean, they couldn't do anything. It was the, There was a moment in the game where I thought to myself, regardless of what they got on the other sideline, and they had Brett Favre. Yeah. Mr. Legendary Brett Favre, they can't beat us. I mean, listen, it was like a street fight, like without getting – too brash or making it sound too gully here on our podcast. But, Mike, you know what I mean when I say this. When you're in a straight-up brawl with a team, and it's blow for blow, boom. Yeah. You hit them, they hit you. Boom. You swing back, they swing back. At one point, it just seemed like we was the only ones swinging. That's how bad it was. And then I, I got to the sideline. I'm like, yo, defense, y'all put that pressure on Brett. I guarantee he throw that ball away. Sure enough, he threw that thing up. We get the ball back. Now we run up to score. And I get in the locker room, and we celebrating. And it was just us versus the world. Nobody gave us a chance. What were the odds that we were going to beat them after third time? Yeah. Um, but my preparation was based off of a young guy just following everybody else's lead. We went on to lose an NFC Championship game to the Eagles. And I thought, ah, oh, we'll be back next year. <laughs> Boy, was I wrong. So the next opportunity I had to get to the playoffs, I was different. I had a different mindset. Mm-hmm. My preparation was my own preparation. The young fellas was watching me. i have been there. I knew what it tasted like, and I knew what it felt like not to get it for like four years. I'm yeah. talking about straight drought. So now I'm in Seattle. We got the playoffs. We at home against the Redskins. My mindset is completely different. And I could never quantify how much it means for a guy to get there and then not get there. I can't put it into words. I can't put it into numbers. I can't put it into stats. It's, it's one of the – most satisfi- satisfying and ill feelings you'll have in the league. And you know it, Mike. You've been oh, to yeah. the top of the mountain. Oh, yeah, man. It's and like then a sour patch, man. to not it's get sweet. back, Oh yeah, it's the worst feeling. Because as much as we like to win the regular season, postseason wins are addicting. Addicting and the checks are fat, man. Especially I mean, explain that. Like, this is the podcast. Well, especially explain. if you win it all the way through. No, explain That's that to people that don't know. First round, you get to uh, 25K. Now, this is money unaccounted for. This isn't uh, in your contract. Yeah, it ain't in your contract or whatever. I'm listening. The next round, I think is I think the next round is still at another twenty five. Right. Then it jumps to like thirty five or something. Uh, like then that. then the uh, conference championship it jumps to like uh, fifty. So for like money not accounted for. Yeah, that's already ninety racks you gotta right imagine. there. Imagine. And then the the winner of the Super Bowl I think is seventy five. Yeah. And then uh, the loser is fifty. Or I could have those numbers up, but the winner gets a little bit more. Yeah. And dude, hey, check this out, and I'll I'll, I'll say this quickly, 
And I don't think this yeah, is Yeah, man, because I want to talk yeah. to Peyton. We'll talk to you. I got some stuff. Right, I got listen. some stuff for I this. Say, I say this quickly now. Here's the, the different mindset of, like, yeah. me being young Nate with young money and me being older Nate and a guy just trying to win. Uh, young Nate, when I got to the playoffs, I was like, ooh, this is my money, 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 right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm loving it. What's I'm supposed to be? I, I used money unaccounted for. And then when I was a vet and we made it to the playoffs, I would jump into the special teams huddle and be like, yo, if, if y'all get a return on this I got play, it. I'm giving everybody $1,000. Now, obviously, I'm, I'm talking too, yeah. a little bit too big, but I'm willing to back it up because I'm if they get return this, this can change the complexion again. And, and guys like you I would love because, I, you know, then I you would go out there in that huddle and repeat make, that. I would always make the tackle. <laughs> yeah, but that's what I'm saying. But, and it wasn't it wasn't nothing like the bounty, like, hey, go oh, knock his head off, go hurt a guy. tackle inside the 20. Yeah, I it mean, was always it was always play. me trying to reward these. And this yeah. special teams is filled with young guys who aren't getting paid. You know what I'm saying? And I, I was, was out there, there like, yo, y'all get this return, that's 11 grand. Y'all can split that how you want. Oh, man. You would see guys' eyes light up. I loved you, Nate. And I don't really care about the money, bro. I just wanted to win. That's all I wanted to do was give a championship to Seattle, give a championship to Detroit, um, give a championship to Minnesota. But that was it, man. All right, so we could talk about the playoffs forever. And, you know, I'd be in. we're going to do a whole show. Once we get closer to the Super Bowl, yeah, man. we're going to do a Super Bowl show, and obviously it's going to be mostly you talking. Let's get some beats, man. Let's get some beats, man. Oh. oh. Okay. This sounds like a uh a, a 1990s uh red man. Maybe a little little primo action. Yeah. Maybe? Yeah. Uh. <sighs> yeah. Uh. Yeah. Yeah, this is that's that that's that late nineties. I'm joint. telling you, man. That's how that's where we grew up. Yeah, the late nineties, though. Me too, man. I told you I thought I was from the East Coast. <laughs> I used to channel my inner mace every day. <laughs> Hat all past my eyebrows. Yeah, she <laughs> like, was not nineteen. Like, she was nineteen. <laughs> my brother had to tell me one time, like, Nate, you're not mace. <laughs> my mom be like, Hey, you want extra breakfast? I'm like, Nah, son, nah. I should worth the mother. B, give me some oatmeal, son. Uh, listen, let's talk about Peyton. Um, Peyton Manning is back. Yeah, dog. Exclamation point on that. Um, before we get into our conversation, let's hear what the Broncos players had to say about Peyton Manning after the game. How much of a lift did having Peyton Manning come in the game get you guys on defense? Oh, man, lift the whole stadium. You see, lift the whole stadium, lift the O-line. The O-line got with it, and then we opened up some holes, we got to run in that ball. I mean, I don't know if it was just his presence, but, man, it was just a little – Energy came through the building. Hey. He got energy. Got <laughs> hey, a lot of energy. That was emotion right there, dog. Got a lot of people telling He was like, man, he had no line going. Every man, them holes start opening. <laughs> hey, I love it. Hey, key, listen, man. man that, was, that was dope. Hey, that was a key to leave right there. One of the best cornerbacks in the league and talking about what Peyton Manning being back on the field. What you think, man? Should they go back to him? We don't have much time. Should they go back to him or what, man? I, I like Brock. I like Brock. And you know, I know people are listening and saying, well, Nate, you sound like a Peyton hater. Listen, I've been praising Peyton all his life, even this year, even when we were criticizing him. I just didn't see enough in that game that would tell me that he's still ready to go physically from an arm strength standpoint and then even a, a footwork standpoint. I feel like, first of all, everybody's saying, well, Brock turned the ball over twice. One ball was tipped, right? And I got intercepted. Another one got one ball got dropped. I mean, it hit the receiver dead in his chest. So you can't really fault the quarterback for two balls that weren't thrown to the DB. Um, and then on top of that, another thing that makes Brock special, and this is from a game planning standpoint defensively, is there's a threat to run. With Peyton, 
is zero. It's literally zero threat. Like how often, maybe Tom Brady, but even Tom is bold enough to scramble and sometimes. try to get the first down sometimes. Yeah. Peyton, there's a zero threat. So, like, you're not going to have a spy guy waiting um, to, you know, late blitz on Peyton. On Brock, you have to be concerned about that, especially in the red zone. He'll tuck that thing and get in the end zone. So, um, I-, I would say stick with Brock. But I can't argue with anybody that says, no, you go with Peyton, you go with his experience, even if he lacks a little bit of arm strength and he's not going to run the ball. This is a guy who has been there, done that. And if we're going into the postseason trying to win in the postseason, you go with a guy who has been there before. I look at it like this, Nate. For the first time, I, I don't know this for a, for a fact all the way, and I got to do some more research. Again, it's only Tuesday, guys. For the first time, I think we may see a platoon quarterback situation. Two guys. Listen to Gary Kubiak. Same I'm here. all about winning the team winning the game. And I decline to and tell I'm you. I'm not going to tell you who's going to be the starting quarterback. Think about this. Brock Osweiler allows the head coach and the offensive coaches to run their offense. To open up the playbook. To do what they are coached to do and to do what they know how to do. To do what they're confident in. Yeah. Check this out. But then you hear Aqib Talib talk about Peyton coming into the game. Think about Mariano Rivera. New York Yankees, the the the, the, the relief, closer, the closer. Yeah, come on now. If you get in trouble, what better than to have an experienced passer like Peyton, who has his offense already up here? This what he do. He know all the checks. He knows everything. You can limit how much time he puts on those feet. Cause trust me, I've had plantar fasciitis. Right. As long as you're Both standing have. up and Both chilling, yeah. you're gonna be hurting, bro. Hey, you know what? I like that. This idea. will be the first time. I'm telling you, I don't know if it's the first time. But I think Gary Kubiak is going to go with a platoon quarterback situation. He's going to start Brock Osweiler. If things start going away, if he feels like his – and they got home they got home field advantage. If he feels like the stadium's down, my players need a little bit of lift. Hey, or Peyton, or bring him in. Not even just the lift. How about you bring Peyton in Spot duty. 20 and in, where you know he's not going to have to throw 50 yards. He's working in small spaces. If you want the most intelligent guy, the most cerebral guy at quarterback when you're 20 yards, 15 yards in going into the red zone, then maybe you take out Brock, who got you down there with his big arm and scrambling, and then you bring in Peyton. Hey, close out the now drive. I've been, now I've the been, closer. But close I've been, out the but, drive. But I've been there, Nate, and when you talk about drives, it's one thing you don't want to do to a quarterback and it, when, they, when, they're in a, when they're in a groove, when they're in a, when they're in a mood. Because I, I was there with, with Zach Mills at Penn State, man. Anytime I would get into a groove, coach would, you know, yeah. switches out. And that's not good for either quarterback, I don't think. Okay. But I think if, one, if Brock is not playing well, things aren't going well, he's already can feel that it's not going bad. Right, right. He will understand Peyton coming in. All right. Brock, you get to start. Both they're gonna need both of these quarterbacks if they're gonna win a Super Bowl. I guarantee you that. And I and I'm telling you, what better than a what what better resource than to have a guy like Peyton? He knows the offense. He doesn't need the reps during the week. Hey, and guess what? He's old. He's older, so he needs the rest. Yeah. Like what? You can limit how many how many shots he takes. You can limit how many throws he takes. You can limit all the physical ailments. I'm telling you, just listen to Gary Kubiak really, really hard, bro. He's telling you, I'm going to play both of them. Okay, all right, I can dig that. I can dig I'm that. I'm telling you, dog. Well, listen, I'm about to call an audible. 
uh, boo, uh, R&B too. That means we're going to uh, keep the audible conversation for our playbook convo next okay, week. Okay, let's do uh, We're going to move that uh, seven days from now. But that is a wrap for this week's show. You have to send us your questions, your thoughts, All that, ideas. Uh, hashtag R-A-N-D-B. We're at Nate13Burleson. At Real Mike Rob. Um, also, hit us with your music, man. If you want to get on this podcast, of course, Producer TD, at Producer TD. Send me some rhymes. We'll, uh, <laughs> send Mike some rap. rhymes. He'll put you on. Remember, the R&B hotline, too. We want to get and your voice on Delta there. if Delta or American, man, stop losing my bag, yo. Yeah, yeah. And shout out, hey, shout out to uh, all the airlines losing Mike's bags. And shout yeah. out to our production ain't team. Ain't no shout out to them. <laughs> You producer, may lose my money. Producer TD, D'Angelo, a.k.a. Thugger. Yeah, uh, and of course, you, the listener, please remember, subscribe on iTunes, comment, retweet, spread the word with R&B. Um, we out. Enjoy Wildcard Weekend. Peace. Hey. Uh. Okay, this is fire right here. Uh. 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 Uh, Nobody ever used this beat before? I don't know. Be fine I'm about to beat. use it. Oh. I'm about to get on and abuse it. Oh. Light it up. Don't defuse it. Oh. I'm just here listening to the music. Oh, how we do it. I'm so West Coast. Out here with Mike Rob and we doing the most. I'm we East working. Coast though. Yeah, you East Coast though, but now you in LA. So show us some love, bro. I mean, I know you like kicking it. Off the top of the dome, I say spitting it. With the paper, I keep ripping it. Ah. So sick with it. It's a nah, let's get about it. Yeah, we gotta go to a meeting, dude. Hi and hello, football fans. Dave Damashek here. Be sure you check out my podcast, The Dave Damashek Football Program, as we dive into the NFL from a fan's and player's perspective. See if you can guess which one I am. Also, be sure to listen to the Around the NFL podcast to keep up with the latest football news and move the sticks with former NFL scout Daniel Jeremiah. It's so good, you're guaranteed to be a smarter football fan. Go to NFL.com slash podcasts and subscribe on iTunes today.